Story 73 Toussaint Teens Give a kid a chance, he will shine. Some of those neighbors who needed our help were teenagers. Some of the teens were runaways or had been kicked out of their homes and were living on the streets. Others had been kids who came up through our village programs and needed a next step of care their parents couldn't readily provide yet. Teens were falling into a gap where housing and programs were scarce because government funding wasn't available for their age group. Once we realized this, we went to work to figure out a solution. Most government funding at that time directed to helping homelessness was focused on programs for adults. So it's easy to see that with the greater portion of government money being directed to adult-focused programs, the bulk of agencies focused on offering programs and services to help adults experiencing homelessness. That's why our work with youth has always been so important. No one else was attempting to provide services to all age groups under one agency umbrella approach like we were, mainly because there wasn't funding for it all. But if the only thing standing in our way from helping teens was money, I knew we could solve that by raising it ourselves. And that's what we did. We named Toussaint Academy after one of my heroes, Pierre Toussaint, who was a Haitian-American hairdresser, philanthropist, and former slave who lived in the late 1700s and early 1800s. When he was freed from slavery, he took the last name of Toussaint in honor of the hero of the Haitian Revolution who established that nation. Pierre Toussaint became very wealthy. He and his wife took in orphans and provided shelter for many homeless teens while helping them get an education and learn a trade. He was the first lay person to be buried in the crypt below the main altar of St. Patrick's Cathedral on Fifth Avenue in New York City. Naming our teen housing and education center after him was important to me. To get Toussaint started, we first used a building that was owned by our board chairman at the time, Larry Cushman. Then, a little while later, we bought a building especially for our teens. I recall driving through downtown one day and noticing a building I thought would be perfect for teenagers, mainly because it had an outdoor stoop area where they could hang out. I called our real estate broker and told him I wanted to buy the building. He was confused at first because it wasn't located close to our other downtown buildings, and it wasn't actually for sale. I told him that didn't matter and asked him to find out who owned it and have them name their price. As timing would have it, the day he made the call was also the day the two partners who owned the building were in an argument about what to do next with it. Then, out of the blue, they get a call from us saying, we want to buy it. Just like that, the next thing you know, we owned the building. It needed quite a bit of work, so we orchestrated a big media push and fundraising campaign. Basketball legend Magic Johnson came into town to be part of it. As far as housing goes, we could only legally house 30 teens in residence. We did that and also rented out the other rooms as apartments. That way, 
graduates of our program could remain there and weren't shuffled back out onto the street. They could continue having a place to live as they found jobs and went to college, having the opportunity to become a success. Toussaint Academy offered schooling for middle and high school age students, and teens could earn their diplomas. We empowered them to take pride in themselves and their home. We provided opportunities for them to do new things as incentives for earning good grades and doing their residential chores. Toussaint teens may have had to deal with some adult experiences in their lives, but most of them had not had the chance to have fun teenage experiences, and that's what we offered them. One of the enrichment incentives we offered included doing outdoor activities, camping, hiking, canoeing, and even snowboarding. Many of the teens had never done any of those things. Ryan Hudson, a teenager who was part of Tucson Academy, went snowboarding for his first time through a program we offered. He took to it right away. Now, Ryan is a professional snowboarder and has been endorsed by some major companies. He sent me a hat a while ago he designed for his own clothing line. I couldn't be happier knowing Ryan is living a full life after being a kid who came up through our program. He empowered himself to be successful doing what he loves to do. Another fun thing our teens got to experience was attending concerts. Teenagers love music, and we had a number of special opportunities for them to go to concerts, which many of them never had been able to do before. I recall one year when Bruce Springsteen came to town. He's done a lot of work helping teens living on the streets. For his concert, he invited a few teen centers to be special guests, including Toussaint. We were able to get into the concert early and had great seats. The teens were excited, but honestly, it was my staff that couldn't hold it together. Everyone on staff wanted to meet the boss. After the show, he called up and said he wanted to drop by to see Toussaint, which he did. Again, my staff were beside themselves. Toussaint was shut down after I retired. The funding just wasn't there any longer because it had been mainly funded through our cars, boats, and planes program. This is an important point to make about how much changes in government policies can negatively impact programs. We received some backlash about closing Toussaint, but like some of the other programs that were shut down after I retired, the large revenue stream we had from vehicle sales just wasn't there anymore. This is why I have always done my best to be active in politics, both on the regional and national levels. It's been essential to have visibility and a voice in all matters where governing bodies are creating policies and laws that impact our work helping neighbors in need. Even though Toussaint has been closed for a number of years, I often receive updates about our teens who made successes of themselves. In fact, just the other day, I received an email about one of our Toussaint residents who just became a doctor. Dr. Anthony Lopez and his wife, who is a medical doctor, live in Ventura, California. So the seeds of empowerment planted in our Toussaint teens continue to help them grow and experience the fullness of life.
In 2013, a couple years into my retirement, I was honored with receiving the Congressional Medal of Honor Society's Citizen Service Above Self Award. It was by far the most humbling experience of my life. That year, they decided to honor six local heroes, and I was one of them. The gentleman who put the medal on me was a decorated war hero who was an amputee from combat. When he leaned down to put the medal around my neck, he said to me, you are my hero. Wow, I was stunned. That's how I felt about him. He's the one who did the hard stuff in combat. To me, I'm just a guy who did a job. But I guess that's what he'd say too, that he was just doing his job. When we all do our job in this life, helping each other and giving to each other, we become everyday heroes for each other. To know some of our Toussaint teens have become doctors, teachers, entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more feels good. They, too, are everyday heroes who just needed someone to believe in them. That is what we tried to do for them at Toussaint Academy.